Welcome to another exciting podcast from the worldwide studios on Foggy Mountain Pass and the Great Misty Beyond. I am Charles Factor, your host for the decline and fall of America. This episode we have today is on a fascinating subject. It's about the massive increase in gambling in America, and in particular, sports gambling. And is it just another sign of the decline and fall of America? That's the question we will be discussing today. Now, you may say, well, who cares who's betting on what sporting events? Well, a lot of people apparently do. For hundreds of years, it was illegal to bet on sports. Why? Because when people start betting on sports, they start thinking of ways that they can rig a match, that they can fix it, that corruption seeps its way in. You may say, well, that hasn't happened very often. Well, you'd be wrong about that. The World Series was fixed in 1919 by the White Sox, who later were called the Black Sox because they rigged the World Series. Boxing matches are rigged, oftentimes. Tennis matches have been rigged. You don't have to get to the players. They can simply bribe the referees or the umpires. In a soccer match, that's just one person. So FIFA, F-I-F-A, the World Soccer Association, is known and notorious for its corruption. So, yes, there is corruption in sports in the same way that there is corruption in politics. You can make a lot of money if you're sports betting. Well, for hundreds of years, it was illegal to bet on sports because people didn't want these competitions to be rigged. Moreover, there has been a question in societies whether or not gambling is a good use of limited financial resources. I mean, after all, a person that earns a living, if they're betting their money at a casino or if they're betting their money on off-track betting, or in this case, if they're betting their money on sports matches, that's money they're probably going to lose at some point in time. And that's money they're not bringing home to their families. Their children aren't getting that money. The, their, their spouses aren't getting that money. They themselves are not spending the money on their, on, on their own survival. And when people develop gambling addictions, not everybody, but just like alcohol or drugs, a significant portion of people develop addictions. Then what happens? Well, they lose everything. They lose their jobs. They lose their homes. Gambling addictions cost relationships and and so, I mean, it's a whole host of social problems. So um, America and other nations have oftentimes made gambling illegal. Now, they have created special exceptions. Of course, I don't necessarily agree with those. But it is legal in some places to gamble, for example, in New Jersey or in Nevada, particularly Las Vegas, it's legal to gamble. It's also state lotteries have replaced illegal numbers betting games. So it's legal to bet with the state in the form of lotteries. And of course, if you're on Native American reservations, um, you're allowed to gamble there as well because the federal government, after accepting all kinds of bribes from the tribes, the federal government has decided to give them exclusive rights to run casinos in most of the rest of the country. That has created its own host of problems, not the least of which is political corruption, but we can address that on a different podcast. But today what we're talking about is sports betting. Well, how big of a problem is it? Well, it was just legalized a couple years ago, and last year alone it increased, sports betting that is, increased 98% in one year. It is now $80 billion a year and growing at the rate of 98% per year. $80 billion is a lot of money. 
That's $80 billion that is not being spent on businesses. It's not being spent on homes or cars or medical bills or college educations or trade trade trainings or anything else. No, it's being wagered away in the form of sports betting on games, on all kinds of sports. So let's look at this explosive skyrocketing growth of sports gambling And let's ask ourselves, if it's growing at the rate of 98% per year, well, that means next year it would be $160 billion. The year after that, it would be $320 billion. And about two years after that, it will top $1 trillion if it continues to grow at the rate of 98% per year. That is something that the American economy may not be able to afford. So there's an article that recently appeared in the Daily Mail. Daily Mail is an English newspaper published in Great Britain, and this article is all about sports betting in the United States. The headline of the article is as follows, quote, United States doubles down on sports gambling. Mobile wagers are expected to top $80 billion in 2022, up 98% from 2021, after New York and four other states legalized the industry. And the article goes on to say as follows, quote, the mobile sports betting industry is expecting total wagers to exceed $80 billion in the United States for 2022 as the country's gambling laws continued to be loosened state by state. Variety is reporting that there was $73.9 billion wagered between January and October, of this year, which is a 98% increase over the same time period from 2021. Incredibly, it's also a 569% bump from 2020 and a gargantuan 2,268% increase from 2019. And the sports gambling industry is ending the year on a high note with at least $6.3 billion wagered in November alone, more than in June, July, or August. And that's only a partial tabulation, as several states have yet to even report the earnings for the month. New York, one of the five states to legalize sports betting in 2022, tops all of them with $13 billion in mobile sports wagers so far this year. New Jersey is in second with $8 billion. Pennsylvania is in third with $5 billion. Best of all, from the industry's perspective, is the room for growth. Sports gambling remains illegal in California and Texas, and for the most part, Florida, and the three most populous states in America. The budding mobile sports gambling industry is the natural resort of the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to strike down the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act in 2018. The ruling effectively gave states the right to legalize sports gambling, and since then, 25 states in the District of Columbia have legalized mobile sports betting, although there remains a federal ban in place for government property in Washington. In total, more than 30 states now have some form of legal gambling. Let me repeat that. Quote, in total, more than 30 states now have some form of legal gambling, although the rules often differ from state to state. Quote, the industry's momentum hit a setback in California in November when voters rejected a series of initiatives set forth by the gaming industry and Native American tribes. Quote, but that impediment may prove to be short-lived. 
that impediment may prove to be short-lived as other states reap the tax benefits from mobile sports gambling. The trends also appear to be helping sports leagues, which are benefiting from a clear link between engagement and wagers, according to Variety, for instance, those betting on the NFL. Quote, Variety study did find a clear link between engagements and wagers. For instance, 67% of those betting on an NFL game were more likely to view it as well. Unquote. Well, that's the article from the Daily Mail newspaper. And let's talk about it. I mean, it describes just absolutely massive increases in sports betting. And when they call it mobile betting, I believe they're referring to betting that takes place on people's cell phones. So they're not using a computer to do it. They're doing it on their cell phones. But what an increase, 98% in one year and several thousand percent increase in sports betting in just a few years. And what does this mean? Well, it means there's a lot of demand. I mean, it's only legal in four states, that you know, sports betting that is. And so basically you've got what? You've got 46 other states that haven't legalized it yet but are in the process of doing so. And, 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 of course, as the article pointed out, 30 states have other forms of legalized gambling. So we've seen a, what I'm trying to say is we've seen a dramatic increase in gambling in the United States. And it's legal now, not everywhere and not all forms, but it's increasingly becoming legal. In the same way that the United States, and I've discussed this in previous podcasts, podcasts has, is in the process of legalizing drugs. It is also legalizing prostitution. I've talked about that in previous podcasts. And in this podcast, we're talking about the legalization of forms of gambling. These all used to be referred to as vice crimes, right? Police used to be called, prosecutors would throw people in jail for vice crimes. Vice was prostitution. It was drugs. It was gambling. Well, now what we're seeing is these things are being legalized. They're becoming normalized. They're becoming part of the American culture. The question I'm asking today, is that a form of strength or is that a form of weakness? I mean, yes, you can regulate it. You can tax it. You can take the criminality out of it. You can get rid of the mob or the mafia. But on the other side, on the flip side, you see an increase in the amount of these vice actions, more people engaging in prostitution, more people engaging in drug use, more people engage, engaging in gambling. And with those increases, you see a dramatic increase in addictions. And of course, you see a dramatic increase in corruption because, because all of these entities who want to make all of this money are bribing politicians to have these laws passed. And of course, both of our corrupt political parties are more than happy to take billions of dollars in the form of bribes, or as they call them, campaign contributions, in order to legalize gambling in their own jurisdictions and to put all that money into the politicians' pockets. So there's some good aspects of this, like you can take criminality out of it, but the bad aspects of it are you increase governmental corruption. Uh, put a good aspect of it is you're collecting taxes for the first time. That's a positive. Of course, the bad, a bad, bad aspects of it are that more people are developing addictions to these things. So it's an interesting scenario. I don't necessarily have a clear answer on it. I'm just pointing out what's going on. I don't hear anyone in television or, you know, I don't really read a whole lot of newspapers on this topic. Just this one article I've seen recently. Is anyone talking about the fact that these dramatic increases in America's gambling habits are happening. And when we take billions and someday soon trillions of dollars out of the economy and put them into the pockets of a few people that are running sports gambling empires, 
What does that do to an economy when that money is no longer available to businesses and banks, when it is no longer available to people at home, to families? And all that money is now being used for vice, even if it's legal. It's not being used for other purposes. And what kind of distortion will that create in the American economy? Is the fact that we are now engaging in more vice than ever before, isn't that a sign of the decline and fall of America? I am your worldwide podcast host, Charles Factor, broadcasting from the Foggy Mountain Studios in the great misty beyond, and I am wishing you a great day.